Welcome back to Ty's podcast. I was on patrol and I seen a vehicle infraction of this car. I get behind this car, I pull it over. This guy is sitting in the car and he looks like he's under the influence of some type of drug. So as a result, I get him out and I search his vehicle and find that he had heroin in his possession call for backup, get my backup there. And as a result, I arrested him for drug possession. And as I sat in the car, I put him in my car. And as I got in my car, take him through the process, I looking at his driver's license as I ran his driver's license information and his, and his um, personal information. The one thing I noticed was his date of birth. His date of birth was May 20th, 1981. And I seen that date of birth and I said, that's my birthday too. And I remember me telling him that that's my birthday too. We got the same birthday. So as a result, I asked him, I said, well, how long have you been doing heroin? You know, when did you start doing heroin? What happened? He says, I started when I was 18 years old. I said, and me thinking out loud, I guess, I said to him, I said, dad gone. I said, when I was 18 years old, I had my first apartment. I had my career. I said, dad gone. This, I got my first apartment when I was 18 years old. I was in nursing when I was 18 years old. I moved to a different state because I, when I was 18 years old by myself. I was self-sufficient at the age of 18 years old. I said, daggone, we the same age. You had better opportunities than I did, yet you're a heroin addict. I'm the police officer arresting you. So as a result, processed them, I released them. And many years later after, I was doing a public relations type of event. And this older gentleman had came up to me and he struck up a conversation, which I'm normally, I'm used to. I like to talk to people. So, you know, I strike up this conversation and me and him was just talking about little things, you know, oh, where do you work at? How you doing? You know, do you, are you from around here? Where you from? Things of that nature. And as this conversation, we talked for like a good 10 or 15 minutes and conversing back and forth. And he looks at me, he says, I know who you are. You don't know who I am, but you saved my son's life. At this time I got, I had to be like a good, like, 27 years old i believe i was like 27 years old and he's like you saved my son's life my son got off of drugs because of you so he introduces me to this guy and i say you know how did i save your life and he says well you pulled me over and you arrested me and when we were talking as you was processing me taking me through the process you know what you was doing at 18 years old when i was 18 years old so i immediately remember i said we have the same birthday and i remembered everything he was telling me and I said, well, how did I save your life? Because all I did was I did my job. He says, when we had that conversation, after I left you, after I got released and I left you, I immediately went and got me a bag of heroin and I did my bag of heroin. And as I'm doing that bag of heroin and it's going through my system and I go to nod off and I'm nodding off, while I'm in a nod off, I'm getting angry. Cause I say, who does he think he is? He's not better than me. He don't know me to say something like that. Who does he think he is? And it angered him so much. It was a thorn. It got down, a thorn in his side. It got down to him so much. It angered and it hurt him so much. It bothered him so much. Even in the midst of him being under the influence of heroin, it bothered him so much. I'm thinking that it caused him to reflect about 
that he couldn't understand the same way that I couldn't understand. We had the same opportunities, not necessarily, we didn't necessarily have the same opportunities, but we had the same birthday. And yet you had better opportunities than I had. And yet I turned out the way that I turned out and you turned out the way you turned out as a heroin addict. And I'm a police officer, angered him and it frustrated him. And it caused him to get his life together. It begs the question, the question is, what has control over you? What has control over you? Well, I know that the Bible does say, it's 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 19, and it reads, they promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption. For you are a slave to whatever controls you. So like I said is, what controls you? You think you're free to do whatever you wanna do. Everybody has a master that controls them. And what controls you? What's something that bring you to your knees? What's that thing that you go to God and you say, God, please take this away from me. Please take this away from me. Take this away from me because I've lost so much. I've hurt people so much. I've done so much. I've done all this. Please take this away from me so I can get myself together. It's like a thorn in your side. It reminds me of the apostle Paul who prayed to God because he had this thorn in his side. He had this sharp pain in his side. And he will pray to God and say, God, take this away from me. But yet it never left. And you know what God said to him? My grace is sufficient. So what is that thing that, that controls you, that you begging God to take away from you, but he hasn't because his grace is sufficient. A person is a slave to whatever controls him or her. Many believe that freedom means doing anything you want, but no one is ever completely free in that sense. If we refuse to follow God, we will follow our own sinful desires and become enslaved to what our body wants. If we submit our lives to Christ, he will free us from slavery to sin. Christ frees us to serve him, a freedom that results in ultimate good. I had interactions with many addicts and they say when they go to rehab, when they seeking help for their drug addiction, they say there's three things that needs to change. People, places, and things in order for you to get rehab, in order for you to be reformed from what controls you. What are the people, places, and things that control you and stop you from moving forward? See, I don't have any pity for you because I want this to be a thorn in your side. I want this to hurt you. I want you to cry. I want you to beg and plead. I want you to look for questions and, and get your answers. More or less, I want you to realize that you can be free from this slave this sin, this controlling factor. So if your birthday is on May 20th, 1981, my message is to you, what controls you? What are you a slave to? And I hope that whatever you're a slave to, that this message will be that thorn that hits you on the side, that take your breath away, that make you cringe over and beg God to take it away from you and give you a way out. Let us pray. Lord Father, give all your children that succumb to sin and self-desire, selfishness. Give them the, the path to be able to follow behind you because you're the way and you're the only way that's going to help them accomplish the internal pain that they've caused themselves and other people, as well as their family, their children, 
their sisters, their brothers, their mothers, their aunts, their uncles, their grandparents. Show them that way. Give them that path. Show them the path. You are the merciful. You are the kind. You are the gentleness. You are our love. You are our deliverer. Jesus is our savior and the Holy Spirit is the one that guides us to heaven and to your will. We pray that you guide them, shelter them, shield them, protect them so they can see their glory and they can be free indeed. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you followed through with it. I will have um, scripture notes that I have at the bottom in the comments below and I will talk to you guys later.